Some brands offer you low finance or cashback or servicing. Renault don't do ors. We do ands. The Renault Kajar with 1.91% APR and €1,000 cashback and three years servicing, saving you thousands. Renault, the brand with the ands. Visit your local Renault dealer. Finances made under a higher purchase agreement. Terms and conditions apply. Deposit required. Subject to lending criteria. See Renault.ie. Welcome to the Inside Carolina podcast, presented by Jersey Mike Subs of Chapel Hill. Get 15% off your online order with a promo code HEELS15. Go to jerseymikes.com slash order now. Welcome to the Inside Carolina podcast. John Siegel here with Don Callahan talking some UNC football recruiting. Don, uh, later on today, Jason, Tommy, and Buck will be discussing the game from yesterday, the Cal game. Uh, so, you know, we will not be discussing that one probably for the best. <laughs> but aside from that, how's your weekend been going so far, man? Good. You know, it's a Super Day weekend. So my family and I, um, probably more of my wife than anyone else, decided to uh, to do a road trip to the mountains. So, uh, John, for your, your question on my Internet quality, which I guess everyone's going to probably could be the greatest throughout this uh, podcast, um, I am actually – Driving, to, well, I'm not physically driving. I'm in the passenger seat, so everything's safe. But uh, driving to uh, Western North Carolina, and so I, I am using Wi-Fi from my phone. Obviously, when you're driving, <laughs> it's not as reliable. Yeah, well, I mean, that is dedication right there. Well, hey, man, let's go ahead then and just keep the, this podcast kind of short and simple. Uh, just as a preview for the second half of the podcast, we will be interviewing UNC safety commit Giovanni Biggers. He's going to be calling in from Maryland. So everyone listening in, make sure that you stick around for that. But Don, just uh, kind of the highlight to the recruiting was the commit that UNC got last week from Awesome Richards, the lineman out of Pennsylvania. He's a three-star kid, but he really seems like he has the physical tools to develop into a pretty decent lineman. And to be frank, you know, Carolina's done a pretty good job of landing those guys and developing them once they get on campus. So, you know, let's hear kind of your your more in-depth breakdown of Awesome. Well, Awesome Richards is a big offensive lineman with a lot of natural physical tools. He's, he's, he's a project, no doubt about it, so he's going to take a couple of years to get onto the college football field. But if you look at just what he's done at the tight end and defensive end position, on his own high school team, and you see his athleticism, his his mobility, um, you know, his explosion, and you take all that, you take his size, you take his length, and you can mold that into a, a really good offensive tackle, potentially a blindside protector at left tackle, um, which is obviously the, the biggest position on the offensive line. It has an awesome not been playing, uh, you know, offensive line or really even football for very long. Well, he, this this season, his senior season, will be his first, or, or was his first, playing offensive tackle. Friday night was his first game playing that position. So really, he only has this off season and Friday night so far for playing offensive tackle. But uh, by the time he arrives in North Carolina, he'll have a full off season and a full season of experience. So that's going to help him with his uh, UNC career. But you know, he's not playing against the greatest competition. His school's not known for producing a lot of uh, high-quality football players. So he's, he's going to need the, the coaching for sure. I mean, he's a, he's a kid who's 
who you could pretty much guarantee, you know, barring any crazy injuries, he's going to uh, he's going to at least redshirt and probably won't see the field until his redshirt sophomore season because of the fact that he is going to be a little bit behind in his technique and um, just being accustomed to the position. Yeah, and, and I think from watching his film, that's that's what stood out to me is the fact that he has a lot of that raw athleticism. I can definitely see why his high school coaches were playing him on the defensive line because, like you said, Don, his his competition just isn't that great. So when you are you are his size and speed, you know, you're going to tend to dominate a little bit more. But it, when it comes to the techniques, yeah, he, he's going to need some work there. But I think he understands that himself, though, which is a, a good sign. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, he's you know, he did have some aspirations to play defensive line. And I think he could have played defensive line in certain schemes and, and maybe at lower division football. But clearly, when you look at his combination of, of size and athleticism, particularly his length and his uh, lateral mobility, you see an offensive tackle clearly with, with him. And really, you know, North Carolina, this is going to be the second guy underneath Coach Fedora that UNC has, has taken a kid similar, where a big, you know, big kid uh, who has a lot of athleticism may not pay, play against the greatest competition. You know, the guy that he reminds me of is uh, Marcus McKeithen, who um, is a redshirt freshman in North Carolina, who I think really is going to have a, a good career at UNC. Absolutely. So then what about the rest of the offensive line recruiting class, Don? You know, where does Carolina kind of go from here as far as the rest of its targets? Well, they only need one more offensive lineman, and they're going to target another offensive tackle. So, you know, a taller guy, longer guy sort of thing. And now UNC can take its time. There's no urgency. I think before Awesome Richards committed, there was some urgency to at least get that one commitment in the boat. But now that you have that and you have a, a couple of national recruits still out there that you could potentially kind of reel in, you can kind of take your time and, and wait things out with those guys while also recruiting some of the guys who, who may be a little bit lower on your recruiting board and, you know, kind of just, you know, see how things, see how things kind of fall out with, with everybody and then kind of make your decision, but there's no urgency to get a commitment, but there's, there's definitely, you got guys like William Harrod, Ja'Kai Moore, Jamie Simmons, William Dick, Darnell Wright, who's a five-star offensive tackle. Um, I think he's the number two offensive tackle in the nation. I mean, guys like Wright, you can, you can kind of wait it out to see what happens now. And, and, you know, out of those guys, Don, kind of, who do you think UNC is in the best position with? And we discussed this a little bit last week. How do you think things stand now with Awesome's commitment? Has it actually altered anything? Or would you say that maybe the Heels' best chances are still with Harrod at this point? Well, I don't think the Awesome Richards commitment has any effect on any, any of the other targets that UNC is going after right now. With William Harrod, the one, I guess, uh, development that um, – that's affecting his recruitment is the fact that he officially visited Florida this past weekend. And mm-hmm. a lot of the, uh, I guess, whispers coming out of the weekend is that Florida made a huge impression on him and uh-huh. might actually be the, might actually be the team to beat. Now he intends on officially visiting North Carolina, but, um, you know, we might, we might post this podcast and he, and William Haram might be committed to Florida already. So, oh, wow. so there's that. Yeah. So there's that. I think North Carolina has a great chance with Jamie Simmons, who is an offensive lineman out of Alabama, and also Liam Dick, who is an interesting uh, offensive lineman 
he's a he's a Canadian who didn't begin playing offensive didn't get didn't begin playing football until a couple of seasons ago. But he's a big kid who actually grew up playing hockey, which is not surprising since he's from Canada, and grew up playing uh, lacrosse. So he's definitely a physical kid, but he's you know six seven, three hundred pounds. So he's a really intriguing prospect. I definitely think North Carolina has a puncher's chance with five-star offensive tackle Darnell Wright. Well, that would be a huge, huge get. And, you know, talking about um, Harad in Florida, maybe Florida's a little bit upset with the heels for taking Barnes last class. So <laughs> they may be out for a little yeah. revenge. Um, but, Don, let's go ahead and talk about Jersey Mike's real quick. Now, you mentioned you're in the car, so I hope that this doesn't cause you to suddenly – you know, start craving a sandwich and just find the the closest well, we do, one. We do have we do have to stop at some point for lunch, so maybe we'll look to see uh, if there's a Jersey Mike. There you go. Well, for everyone listening in, when you need a quick, easy, and delicious lunch or an easy tailgate option for you and your friends and family, I'm here to tell you that Jersey Mike Subs of Chapel Hill is your place to go. Charlie, Clinton, Griffin, our guys at Jersey Mike Subs of Chapel Hill, are all UNC fans and local residents who love the Tar Heels. They have partnered with the Inside Carolina podcast to offer a great deal for our listeners. Right now, Jersey Mike Subs of Chapel Hill is offering IC podcast listeners 15% off of their order with the code HEELS15. This is an online promotion only, so you will have to go to jerseymikes.com backslash order to use this. Once you go to that website, you click on the location nearest you, click order, you pick your favorite sub, and at checkout, enter HEELS15 and get that 15% off your whole order. So think about this. You're coming into Chapel Hill for a game with a family or with a group of friends. You just place your order online, stop at one of the four local Jersey Mike's locations to get your subs. It's a great option for tailgating, and it is so easy. You skip the line, head straight to the register, grab your food, and you're on your way to the game. Do it today. Place that online order at one of the four locations. There are three in Chapel Hill on Elliott Road off of MLK and on Falcon Bridge Shopping Center, and then also in Hillsboro off of, off of I-40 on exit 261. There's no denying that Jersey Mike subs are delicious, so take advantage of this deal and support the IC podcast. And again, that is offer heels15 at jerseymikes.com backslash order. And we are back with the Inside Carolina podcast. John Siegel here with Don Callahan. We are now joined by UNC Safety Commit Giovanni Biggers. Don, I'll let you do the introduction for this one, man, so take it away. Well, Giovanni Biggers is a three-star safety out of uh, Boys Latin School in Baltimore, Maryland. He committed to North Carolina during the spring and then has been um, one of the more vocal uh, recruits as far as helping out with the recruiting, and we'll get into that a little bit. But, uh, Gio, thank you for being on the show. No problem, no problem. I just want to first kind of rehash your recruitment for those who haven't followed it closely. It seemed like to me that it was pretty cut and dry. You got the offer, you made a couple of visits, and, and boom, you're a Tar Heel. So can you kind of just break down just what went through you know, your recruitment, You know how you got from point A to point B? So pretty much, I just remember my coach. I was uh, actually in my physics class making a, a roller coaster project, and I got a call from my coach saying, hey, UNC wants you to call them. I think they might offer you. And I never really was too much thinking about UNC because I never did any camps there. It's kind of like I was more of an up-north guy doing camps. And I talked to Coach JP, and that's when he told me he offered me. He loved my film. And usually, if it's a school like, you know, UNC is a pretty good, a really good school. So I was like, I definitely want to make this visit as soon as possible. I called my dad. We set up a visit. I think it was the next week, actually, that we set up a visit. I get down there. I meet Coach Stig, Coach Fedora, uh, Angela, just a lot of the guys up there. 
And as soon as I stepped on the campus, I was just like, wow, like it just blew me away. It was kind of everything I wanted in college. And I knew I wanted to get back there as soon as possible. So uh, the next visit I took, Miles Wolfolk and um, who else? MD was with me, MD was with me, so they were kind of my guys that walked me around. And then when there was some other recruits like Savion Jackson there with me, so a lot of a lot of those guys. So we just had a good night. Uh, got to hang around some more players. I met Michael Carter, just all those just great guys that really made me feel like I was at home. It was one of the first places that really, I guess you could say, they didn't try to big Tommy. So that just really helped me out too. So the next time I took a visit, it was during the uh, cookout. And they were trying to push me to commit, but I, I wasn't kind of ready because I still wanted to visit Rutgers because I had a really good relationship with the corners coach. And then I was kind of just sitting, like, the next week just thinking, like, I had, to, I had to do what's best for me. And I know UNC is where I'm happiest, not even just with the football program, just all around the whole university just made had everything I wanted, so I just made it happen. So, and by MD, you mean Miles Dorn, right, Gio? Oh, yes, sir. All right, good deal, man. Well, so you mentioned that, you know, growing up, you weren't really familiar with, with UNC. Mm -hmm. Did you have, like, a favorite school, or was there, like, one program that oh, early on? Well, Georgia has always been my favorite uh, college program just because my dad's from Georgia, all my family is, and kind of like Atlanta Falcons fan, Georgia fan. And pretty much, I guess the offer that I really wanted was Penn State. And they told me, they came to my school after I knew I was going to commit to North Carolina. He came to my school, like, maybe a week. Or two before, a week, maybe a week before I come into North Carolina, Coach Spencer from Penn State told me, if I come to camp, I get the offer. But it was kind of like, wow, that'd be a great offer to get. But, like, UNC is the place I want to be. Uh, Gio, one of the things I kind of alluded to this in your introduction, that you, you kind of fancied yourself the recruiter of this class. And, and those who listen to our podcast know John and I, every class, we're always looking for who's going to be the recruiter that's going to help. Because I feel like that makes a mm -hmm. huge difference within the class. Can you kind of break down just – you know, what guys you have targeted, what guys you, you are targeting, what's status on some of those situations. I know some of it is a little on, on the down low right now, but uh, whatever you yeah. can say, can you, can you tell us? I know um, when I first met Tony, where did I meet Tony at? Uh, I met him at Duke, and that's when I did have the North Tony Carolina Davis. offer. So was, Tony Davis, yes, sir. And I didn't have the North Carolina offer, but I, had the, I got the Duke offer that day from Coach Cut. And I was just talking to Tony, like, we weren't really talking as, as closely as we are now, but kind of met up with him, met up with him, and then kind of, like, we just got closer, and I was always like, hey, man, what do you think about North Carolina and North Carolina after I committed? Because it was just like, come on, come with me, bro, because then we we kind of built our relationship from there. Um, I've been talking to, like, a uh, there's a guy named Winston Wright. Can't, I don't really want to say too much about that just because, like, that's kind of personal to him, too, but I've been talking to him. And just guys like that, just trying to get like some more, I guess, skill positions in there, some line positions. So it's just, it's always about like, does a kid have his DMs open? If he does, I'm in there. And I have to always check like, did they get the official letter and everything? So just so I don't like make anybody feel uncomfortable. So then talking about Carolina, Geo, and like you said, I mean, I think it, it's it's definitely a sign that Tariel fans can take as a positive that even despite you mentioned, you know, liking Penn State. Carolina is where your heart is at now and you know really you mentioned it went beyond the football you're at an Definitely. extremely good academic high school right now so sure. did that also play a part that Carolina does offer such a well um, respected academic program definitely because like just for me like I'll be the first one in my family to go to college so that's kind of like big for me like all my family like just tells me every day like you really got to do something with it 
And then I know talking to the Purdue coach, when I he kind of – they were going to offer me, but they were like, it's no point offering you. You know where you want to go. And I was like, yeah, like we just had that kind of one-on-one, man-on-man type of conversation. And he was like – I was telling him it was between Rutgers and North Carolina. He was always like, you don't go to boys Latin to pick Rutgers over North Carolina. Like, that's just be dumb. <laughs> just like – it's all – that's just a whole other level of academics and football that you couldn't give up. And I was just like, yeah, you're right. So it did definitely have a big part to play in my recruitment. So, like, what classes are you taking now in high school that you think may choose your career path at UNC? Taking, like, some AP classes or anything like that? Well, this year I'm taking four honors classes. So I'm taking pre-calculus honors, um, African-American history, engineering, and these are all the honors ones, uh, creative writing and short story. So I really still am undecided on what I want to do in my life. You know, football has just been everything I've ever done. So I know I definitely need to figure out what I really want to do, what, what my passion is other than football because I'm kind of clueless right now. Yeah, I want to switch gears a little bit here because the topic that really is on all UNC fans' mind this weekend is uh, the game on Saturday, which wasn't the greatest of outcomes. Um, I know Mm -hmm. you didn't get to see too much of it because you actually played part of your game was late until Saturday during the time that North Carolina played, but you caught some. What were your general thoughts? And and can you just kind of break down what do recruits take away from – from, you know, individual game outcomes and everything? I know after the game, I actually asked one of the other kids from the other team to, like, pull up the score for me. And I was just like – I heard it was 17-3, and I was like, dang. I knew it would be a tough game for them. And I'm, I'm actually happy, like, how they battled back, you know, brought the score closer, even though they didn't win. It's like, first game of the season, you know, you're still working things out, still figuring things out. And I think as a recruit, you know, like, you're not going to win every game, you know – you you can still you still got to build a program you still got to work around things and like it's football like the other team practices too so you just gotta you gotta think about it as you're on the team too and not just like oh I just want this team to win that's kind of how my approach was to it. So let's talk about playing safety there, Geo. When you are are at that position, you know, kind of describe to us how you personally play in that secondary role. So my main role, I think, what at least with Coach Fig and, like, what a lot of guys seen in my film, I'm, I'm like, kind of, like, run. I can stop the run. That's what I do really well because I played outside linebacker a lot. So I was always in the box. I got moved back my my junior year, and it was my first time ever playing safety. And that's, like, when all the offers started coming in because I guess that was my natural position. So I'm one, I'm a guy that can uh, play sideline to sideline because I have a lot of length and just uh, some speed to me. So my I think – what you could say, I, I'm more like a nickel, somebody that can cover and that can uh, play the run, come up in the box if needed, or drop back in coverage. So I think I could play both really well. But if I had to pick one that I'm better at, obviously it would be uh, tackling just because I'm a second-year DB. And then are you playing any other sports there at, at your high school? No, sir. I would, do, I would do track, but we don't have a track team. Oh, man. <laughs> that sucks. I know, it's crazy. You just got to get one started, man. We tried. They kind of wiped it under the bus. Oh, sorry about that. You guys, are, you guys are really good at lacrosse, right? Yeah, our lacrosse team is like number six in the nation every year. Wow. Well, so let's uh, talk just a little bit on, on some lighthearted stuff, though, Geo. You know, Don was talking about how you kind of connect with, with other recruits. And is there like Fortnite games or any type of games that, that, that you guys try to all play or um, that y'all connect with, you know, kind of? Sticking with with the, the the young young guys type stuff. I know um the recruits the commits for the 2019 class were all in the group chat. We're always playing Fortnite or Madden or something. 
as far as the players on the team now, me and Miles, we don't play any games really. I don't know if Miles has an Xbox. That's one of, one of my good good friends, just because he's from the area I'm from. We text weekly, you know, just talk weekly. Me and MD talk from time to time. Me and DJ Ford talk from time to time. Michael Carter might hit me up, but I know a lot of the commits. We all play a uh, Fortnite all the time in the Xbox party, so it's fun just getting to know those guys, getting to know people from like across the country. Like it's weird talking to them. They like they don't think they have an accent, but to me they got the biggest accent I've ever heard. <laughs> nice. Um, one final question for for me, Gio. How many times do you think you're going to try to make it down to Chapel Hill for games this season? I'm honestly going to try to make it to every home game. Might not work because I'm in Maryland. I know I'm gonna be at the first. I'm I'm gonna be at the home opener. I know that on the 15th. Nice. All right. Well, that was it for me, Don. Did you have any final questions for Gio? No, I'm good. I just want to thank Gio for uh, coming on the podcast. Today. It was no problem. Absolutely. Well, hey, Gio, if we can, we may try to talk to you during the season, just check in with you, see how the high school, and talk a little bit more about the heels. But like Don said, man, we we really appreciate you jumping on here with us today. Yes, sir. No problem. All right, so a big time thank you to Giovanni Biggers for talking with Don and I. But let's go ahead and talk about a way to go travel real quick. Have you always wanted to go to a road UNC football or basketball game? Well, now is your chance. Heels Travel has partnered with Inside Carolina to provide easy and simple travel for UNC away games. Chuck Joyce, who's the president of a way to go travel, is a Greensboro native and a diehard Carolina fan. He wanted to create a better, easier, and more efficient way to get Heels fans to away games. So right now, Heels Travel is selling packages to get you to the East Carolina game coming up this Saturday on September 8th and the Virginia game on October 27th. Both are bus trips that leave from Chapel Hill and get you back safely once the game is over. Make the process easy. You ride with other diehard UNC fans and you don't have to worry about parking or having to drive. You can visit HeelsTravel.com now or call 336-855-0060 to book. Also right now, Heels Travel is selling packages for UNC's trip to Las Vegas over Thanksgiving weekend. There's no better way to spend the holidays than watching the Tar Heels play two games in the desert and enjoy everything Las Vegas has to offer. And those are the UNC basketball games. And that package includes round-trip airfare from RDU, round-trip transportation from the Las Vegas airport to the hotel, and a three-night stay at the Aria Resort and Casino. So visit HeelsTravel.com now or call 336-855-0060 to book your trip to a UNC away game. All right, Don, so... Again, as we just spoke with, with Giovanni Biggers, I think my main takeaway from him is that he just sounds like a very intelligent young man uh, and really someone that has a good head on his shoulders and kind of knows what his priorities are at this point in his life. Oh, absolutely. And I think that, one, it starts with uh, his upbringing. You know, he, I've met both of his parents, and they're, they're great people. Um, you know, his dad actually coaches him at his high school. I think the second thing is he goes to one of the most challenging academic schools in in the nation really at, at boys latin school and uh you know i i made one visit there when i went to go see giovanni and it's a very impressive school uh just kind of walking around and, and just talking to people uh, you can kind of just feel the um i don't know just just the uh, expectations that are there and just the uh, uh just how tough of a school it is just kind of walking around and just talking to people 
Well, and what about their athletics? Because, you know, Giovanni mentioned that there's really not a whole lot of, uh, of other options, it seems like. I mean, the lacrosse team is really good, but as he said, they tried to, to get a track and field or, um, you know, that type of program, and it just fell through for whatever reason. So is the competition level that he's going to be playing on Fridays, how would you kind of rate that? I mean, I wouldn't say it's, it's the, the greatest of competition. Because obviously, if you're going to Boys Latin, you're going to Boys Latin to, for, for educational purposes because you want to get the, the best possible education there is. But it, I wouldn't say the, the competition is awful. I mean, they, they do a lot of traveling throughout the, the DMV, and they play a lot of other private schools. Um, some good, some not so good. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't think that you go there with, with – uh, you're, you're looking at um, – their schedule and the competition that they're playing against. So, but I, I don't think that I would take too much away from Gio because of that, um, because he's gone to every camp imaginable, you know, Under Armour, Nike, and in all of them, he's been a standout and he has held his own. Even at Fedora's Freak Show where UNC had all of its top targets, he definitely held his own and was one of the better defensive backs in, um, in, in that group. Well, that's what I was going to ask you about is, you know, even though the competition may not be the best from looking at his film and seeing his measurables, it seems as if he does have quite a bit of just that raw athletic talent that UNC is going to be looking for at that strong side safety position, which it sounds like where he will be playing at as well in Chapel Hill. Yeah, and we we just talked about um, Austin Richards earlier in the podcast, and I think that Giovanni is a, another prospect who's going to benefit from a redshirt season. Now, he's a safety, so it wouldn't surprise me if, if he played as a freshman on, like, special teams. But especially considering how he plays, he's so physical. He loves to tackle. He loves to hit. Um, he's going to really need to, to pack on the, the pounds so that he's as effective as possible and also prevent injury. So, you know, he's a guy who – will benefit from a year or two just kind of hanging back and learning. And, uh, you know, he has a lot of, of great tools to work with. But, uh, you know, like any kid coming into college, he's, he's got to benefit from some college coaching too. Yeah, absolutely. And we see that all the time with these high school kids. But just real quick, Don, I mentioned strong side safety there. Do you think that is where he ultimately will be playing at in Chapel Hill? A lot of it's going to depend on how he develops. Because, uh, like I said, his if you look at the way he plays and how he just has that craving for for physicality in a football game, and he's I mean he's just looking out for the ball carrier and trying to um, you know, make contact. I mean he's not a kid that shies away. He's not a center fielder type safety, which is what you typically kind of uh, think of when when you look at a, a free safety. Um, but again, as I mentioned earlier, he's going to have to add weight because he, he just won't be able to play at, at his current weight, you know, with the weight that he plays on the, on the college level. Um, let, me, let me just ask you, John, you got to talk to him. What were your thoughts and what were your takeaways from, from speaking with him today? Well, like I said at the very beginning, I, my main takeaway was just that he really sounds like an intelligent kid. Uh, I really do think that that is a huge trait that you can't really – teach like that ability to kind of break things down at that level and I think that really you know goes to show that he could potentially be someone 
that does take maybe a, a more leadership role on a team, especially later on in his career. I did like the fact that you know he said that they did try to create a track program at his school, so that does show some initiative there. And you know, I think he he's just very personable. I hope that he does succeed in talking to some of those recruits that he was mentioning, where he's kind of out there being the voice for for this class. But, you know, if for no other reason, I think that he is going to be someone that's going to be a great ambassador for the UNC football program. And um, I really think that he could develop into a pretty good player for the Heels. Yeah, let me ask you one more question. You being the pulse of the fans, what did you think about his uh, statement comparing Rutgers and North Carolina? Oh, I mean, he was right on the money. I mean, especially when it comes to, you know, academics, there's really no comparison. UNC is far ahead of Rutgers in, in that in, in that department especially. And as far as football goes, I would hope that, that Carolina is also perceived higher than, than Rutgers. It really sounds as if, you know, he, he wanted to go to Rutgers. Almost you know, my takeaway was that it was kind of just to confirm what he was feeling about Chapel Hill. To be honest, I thought the bigger deal was that Penn State, which he said was the school he wanted an offer from initially, they came and said, if you come to our camp, we will get you that offer. And he said, no, he wants to stick with with, with Chapel Hill. So as the pulse of, of the fan is, as you've labeled me there, Don, I think that that was a huge positive. All right, that sounds good. We're ready to wrap this up. Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, and get this one done, Don, especially since you're on the road. And, you know, I'll let you return to your family here so your wife can probably stop giving you nasty glances from the driver's seat as we continue to talk <laughs> UNC football. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. All right, my friend. Well, thanks again, Don. We'll be talking next Sunday after the Heels play ECU. Hopefully we are in better spirits for that one. And uh, we'll see if there's any other breaking recruiting news that we can talk about. But until then, have a safe trip, man, and take care. All right, talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the Inside Carolina podcast, presented by Jersey Mike Subs of Chapel Hill. Get 15% off your online order with the promo code HEELS15. Go to jerseymikes.com slash order now. Some brands offer you low finance or cashback or servicing. Renault don't do ors. We do ands. The Renault Kajar with 1.91% APR and €1,000 cashback and three years servicing, saving you thousands. Renault, the brand with the ands. Visit your local Renault dealer. Finances made under a higher purchase agreement. Terms and conditions apply. Deposit required. Subject to lending criteria. See Renault.ie.